0: You're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. Hey guys, you're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. I'm Amp. I'm Dan. I'm Carlos. What's
1: up, guys?
0: And you are listening to our WWE Fastlane 2021 official recap. It was a crazy night. A lot happened. What did you guys think of the overall pay-per-view?
1: I thought it was a good per view. I mean, it was a good way for, like, I mean, you know, 20, uh, the Elimination Chamber and the, and the Royal Rumble, they both have big matches, so, you know, you're going to expect at least something good out of that, but Fastlane, he typically doesn't have, like, a match stipulation that has to be on the card, so I thought it was a pretty per review to start off the year with that kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. How about you, Carlos? Um, I thought it was actually better than Elimination Chamber, to be honest. I think like it better. Like, yeah, I feel like they. I feel like they instead of
1: elimination, they like should have done like like they should have done those two pay per views. They should have like done one out of the two. But um, there was there was a lot of good matches. A couple things that were like a little questionable on there,
0: but it was like a lot of good matches. I'm I'm gonna give my opinion. It's different than you guys. I liked it, but I felt like it could have been a house show because a lot of the matches that. Were made for fast lane, kind of lead to WrestleMania. You know, the tag title match. That's something that I could see be on a house show. Um, on Biggie and Apollo Crews, like it was almost like the the house show before WrestleMania, and everything's gonna be different at WrestleMania. Um, but I thought it was good. But I don't understand why they're having similar matches already. Like the matches aren't the same, but. I don't know. I'm just sort of against the pay-per-views in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania because I just feel like they're sort of just thrown together, sort of rebound until the (laughs) pay-per-view. But it was good. It wasn't bad. Like I I enjoyed most of the matches. There were some that I was just kind of like, eh. But let's jump right into it. So Carlos was happy to start off the pay-per-view because... The WWE Women's Tag Team Championship started off the show. The women's and that
1: was Paul Cruz versus uh BE started off the pay-per-view.
0: No, well actually, I'm jumping ahead, guys. I'm sorry. They even had there's the pre-show match was the US title. So let's talk about that one quick. So the pre-show was the United States champion Riddle defending against Mustafa Ali with retribution. And Riddle picked up the victory after Bro Derrick off the top rope. And after the match, Retribution seemed to break up after they attacked Mustafa and left him laying. And that match, I thought that Riddle was going to win. Carlos, you said Riddle was going to win. And Dan, your pick was... Riddle. Riddle, yeah. So we all sort of knew that was going to happen. He just won the title. I do like Mustafa, but...
1: Well, can
0: I just say something? Yeah. I feel like that match
1: was more based off the whole retribution thing than it actually was based off the title. Mm. Like, you know, that's what they were really focusing on was like the ending of it. was mm. for it to have oh retribution I'm trying to stop Ali Yeah, and so it was I mean, almost like,
0: as it wasn't
1: really a actual match itself. Like it was an, it was a decent match, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't, you know, that wasn't that main focus on what they were writing.
0: Yeah, so it was basically like the whole point was kind of thrown together just to see Retribution break up. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, Carlos, any thought on that match? Um, I thought it was okay. I, I, I kind of really, I kind of really, I didn't mean anything to me because I just saw that
1: match on the I think. I think yeah. like they had the match, but uh, it was okay. I like I how Retribution like turned out to his- was, it was kind of dumb how they like that the two biggest guys to attack um Peabody like uh, like reckoning and um Slapjack left the ring. I was kind of like like what's going on there. Mm. So it I like see. it looks like um P-Bar, Mace are going to be like a tag team and then like me and uh, Slapjack to be on their
0: own. I just hope they get rid of the whole entire gimmick and let them just be themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this who, who is who is Mace again? I really like. It.
0: Yeah. Mace is the 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 tall one, right? Not
1: yeah. One with the
0: okay, Mace is he was actually the former uh Raw announcer. Oh wait, he's the one who got for a five Brad breakfast, right? Yes, that's Mace. Oh, yeah, I remember he
1: he'd be, he be shooting on Brad Lesnar sometimes, like
0: like saying, oh, he wants to fight him, fight him. Mm-hmm. Well, he might. He's he's on Raw now, but yeah.
1: His I think I followed him.
0: It makes me sad because the guy who plays T-Bar, Dominic Dijakovic, had a really good career in NXT and did. This guy who is that tall would do amazing like over-the-top rope moonsaults and stuff like that, and you would never see that right now. But. Oh,
1: because all the big guys have to be like, Oh, uh,
0: I'm, I'm going to destroy you used
1: my fist, you know, because I'm mm-hmm. such a big guy. And mm. Yeah. I mean, he's such great agility and everything. Anyway. They really
0: don't use him. Not, uh, not in the way that he could have the great potential. He has great potential. But they don't use him right. I think so you take over Portland, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. So, moving on. Um, the opening match of Fastlane was the Women's Tag Team Championships. The champions, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, who of course had Reginald with them, taking on uh, two opponents at WrestleMania, but tonight they're teaming together. SmackDown Women's Champion, The Boss, Sasha Banks, and the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair. I took some notes. I'll go over some of them. I said that I really like Shayna's tights. They look kind of cool. We saw moments where... Banks hit a drop kick and a hurricane run to Naya. Naya ran to, Bian- to Bianca Bellier in the corner. Sasha hit a meteor to both Naya and Shayna. Bianca hit a 450 splash, but Reginald got involved. Bianca hit Shayna into Sasha's leg and then hit the bank statement on Shayna Baszler. Sasha yelled at Bianca, telling her, Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. Yeah, pretty much. How did the match end? I'm getting lost here in my um, notes.
1: Reginald basically tossed, tossed them, and then um, Naya was pinning her, and... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Shayna pinned Bianca, and Sasha was going to help her, but then um, Naya held her leg, so she couldn't get to Bianca in time, and, well,
0: they won. You're right. That's right. Okay. Exactly. Thank oh, wait, you, Dan. Was it, wasn't Sasha pinned, though?
1: No, 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 no. It was Bianca that was pinned. Sasha was the one that was supposed to be portrayed as, like, the one that was kind of
0: turning on her. I guess that's what they were trying to go after. I it look like? Dan, are you sure, though? Because in my notes, it says that Shana rolled up banks. Yeah, I, I think.
1: I uh, Maybe. I don't know. I really thought it was Sasha that was
0: so. Cause in my notes it says Sasha yells at Bianca, telling her she had the match won. Bianca leaves the ring, and then Shayna Baszler rolls up, rolls up Banks, and then Naya holds Bianca's legs. One second, guys. I guess I
1: get mixed up. Then.
0: Anyway, my bad. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, before we talk about what happened after the match, Dan, what did you think of the match? Eh, I mean, it
1: just seemed like another match. Yeah. I was a little like annoyed at one fact though. Why does suddenly when Reginald try and help them, oh it suddenly works, but whenever he's with the faces, oh it doesn't work. I don't get that. I really I I don't get that. That just seems really stupid to me. Oh it suddenly works for them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should have had him um being an advantage in other matches, but the problem is they put him with someone who we all knew was not going to win the championship. Carmella was not going to beat Sasha Banks. You know? They should have put him with someone like Shayna or like Nia from the beginning who, you know, could beat Sasha. You know, I'm not saying that they would, but I could see them beating her over Carmella. Yeah. But I kind of felt the same way. Like, I gave the match a 7 out of 10. I thought it was good, but it was very predictable. We knew... Naya and Shayna were not gonna lose the titles because if Sasha and Bianca were um, tag champions, it, it, it wouldn't make the story and the match as good as it can be because then they're gonna be together all the time. like let them be apart. Let the aftermath be what happened after the match.' I
1: don't think it supposed to be even teaming up in the first place. I mean like they're supposed to be WrestleMania enemies like that's, that still makes sense to me in general.
0: Yeah, it's not like they were a team and they had, like, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 21. They were already tag team champions. They had a falling out, and they fought, and then the rivalry continued throughout that year. But it's not like those two were tag team partners to begin with. So I get what you're saying. Why even group them together to start with?
1: Unless they did something like Shawn Michaels and John Cena. Like, I can't understand something like that, but,
0: I mean... Yeah. Yeah
1: that kind of worked, but I mean this doesn't really work it doesn't really make
0: sense and also they did this twice like the last pay-per-view they had this maybe have some kind of stipulation make it no DQ make it submission like find a way to add you know something different because we just saw this you
1: know
0: but yeah so um I don't know I picked Shayna and I to win Dan who did you pick to win this one I picked a uh, 9-inch, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I picked them, too. So then we see a picture of Shane McMahon who seemed to have injured his leg. He's seen walking with a crutch, and Elias says he wants to have a concert at WrestleMania. He tells Shane he'll do anything, and then Shane says that he has an idea. So... At that point, we already knew it was going to be Braun versus Elias to begin with. And I really hope they don't do a WrestleMania concert for Elias. Please don't. Um, now we're on to the Intercontinental Championship. The champion Big E defending against Apollo Cruz, And this match was a barn burner from the beginning. These two just went at it. Um, Big E speared Apollo Cruz through the ropes outside of the ring. He hit a splash to Cruz on an apron. Biggie hit two suplexes on Apollo Cruz, but then Apollo Cruz sent Biggie's knee into the ring post. Cruz hit a huge, nice frog splash for a two count. And then came this really weird, sloppy ending where Biggie rolled up Cruz, and I guess in the roll up, he had Apollo Cruz' shoulders down. That was a very strange ending to the match. After the match, Apollo Cruz hit Big E with an Olympic Slam. He hit him with another one, and then he yells at E, it's not over. And then he hits him with a third Olympic Slam. I said that E looked great, and Cruz looked powerful, but it was a very sloppy ending. I gave it a seven, out, a 7 out of 10. What did you think, Dan? I thought
1: it was a good match. It truly did show off how good Big E was in the ring. That certainly did, and it cho- and I think at first I didn't like it. At first I didn't like Paul Cruz doing this whole gimmick, but mm-hmm. now after watching it a little bit more, it's kind of growing on me a little bit. It really is. So I think I think it was a pretty good match, and I think if they do another match in Mania, I think it would be a pretty good match.
0: What I like about it though is that it's part gimmick but part reality because the Paul Cruz is really like an African, like Nigerian prince.
1: I didn't
0: know he really was. Mm-hmm. He's like, his family is really wealthy and are very like in Nigeria. But that's the part that I don't understand. Like, is that his real voice and he was doing an accent to make him more Americanized? Or is that like a, like dramatic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. It sounds more dramatic, but so who did you pick for that one?
1: I think Big E, I I knew Apollo
0: Crews was going to just win it. You're going to call me crazy. I thought Apollo Crews was going to win. Really? Because I thought it would be interesting to see him beat Big E at Fastlane and then have Big E defeat him at WrestleMania with a crowd, have them have a hell of a match there, and have he get that huge applause I think he deserves. But who knows? So... Next, we see Shane McMahon, he's in the ring with Elias and Jackson Riker, and Elias begins to sing, and Shane tells him that Elias will be taking his place tonight against Braun Strowman, and Dan, I did not even watch this match, I paid no attention, I did not care, we knew Braun was going to win, he had a running power slam on uh, Elias. Yeah. And.
1: They didn't get
0: Carlos's thing on the uh oh. Yeah, Yeah, prepared the last two matches. Oh Carlos, I thought yeah, I Carlos, like I thought team you team were team Carlos, team. I thought you were gone because you said uh hold on. I'm sorry. I thought that you weren't I'm Carlos, let's go back. So Carlos, talk freely for like as long as you want about the matches that we went over. I'm sorry. I thought that you were in the middle of doing something. I was trying to keep it going. <laughs> right. Go ahead, Carlos. I you really, like, you know, of kind of reminded me like, the, uh, like, Spider-Man type thing. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and the match was good. I like that the, the last step that Bianca
1: Pillar did. That was, like, that was pretty insane. I wasn't expecting that out of her. She's, like, she's, like, pretty, like, like, power type thing. So I wouldn't really, like, really expect that. Um, Reginald, I feel like he just needs to freaking be left out of the whole situation. Like, see, like, the past two weeks, he hasn't been, he hasn't been by nice side they just wants to come back this week. Like, I didn't, I don't think it really made any sense to, like, have him back. And then, um, the Big e versus Apollo, like, oh, yeah. right, it was a really good matchup. I I was expecting something really good. I really like the new knee streak by um, our Big E that he's, like, every every week he gets more and more just, like, showing his vicious side. Mm-hmm. Then, like, the, those three, um,
0: that he, like, that he jumped on top of to Apollo, like, when he had him in the edge, like, he did them three times out. He, like, destroyed them. Oh, but, yeah. But it's definitely not over the So, Carlos, now, what are your thoughts on Braun and Elias? Uh, I didn't
1: really pay attention to that I, I didn't pay attention to it, honestly.
0: I but, wonder uh, why they even I did this. It to be,
1: like, Kane versus him, but, but
0: it was, it was I feel like They should have done some sort of, like, hint beforehand. Because it made no sense. Like, why? Like, yes, Elias gonna go, Shane, I want to sing at WrestleMania. Like, that's corny. Yeah. But, how about you, Dan? Um. It was just a a thing we could have put on
1: SmackDown or whatever. And, like, we said in the, or, like, like, we said on, uh, I think it was on The Hobs or something. We said... And technically, they didn't. They, what they could have done is they could have had Shane be like, "Oh yeah, my mom, I i can not fight because I'm injured, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because of this." And you know, I, I challenged him uh, and could have caused uh one against Elias or something. We don't know. We, yep. could have done something like that. They didn't use the potential they had.
0: So, yeah. Little... Yeah, they could have. I was like, wow, you had
1: you had great potential with that, and yet you screwed it up again. They yeah, been screwing up stuff like that for a while now, and which really disappoints me.
0: I just really hope we don't see Elias and Jackson Riker get involved at WrestleMania because I really can't stand those two.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be horrible. I mean, really, the match doesn't have anything at this I point. I think, I think it's only it really does All, all I think that's gonna happen is Shane's gonna jump off the friggin' pirate ship. That's it. I feel like something's gonna happen, like like Shane's match against the Miz something's going to have, like, a really crazy spot, like, when, uh, like, Ron was going to do something crazy, and, and then Shane's going to somehow, some way,
0: somehow have, like, his arm over him. Now, listen, uh, I don't think the mat. I, I have, I think the match will be good. Like, I, I kind of have, like, high hopes for it, but I just, it's not necessary to have someone who was never involved in it to be involved.
1: Yeah. But he's, like, maybe well, feel like, they uh, just said, oh, Shane thinks he's stupid. Mm-hmm. That's nothing to fight over. Okay, beat him up once. That's it. That brings it. Okay, whatever. Like, literally, no one
0: really cares that much. Like they could have even had Braun, like for example, like go up to Shane backstage and like pull them up against the wall. And be like, why didn't you include me in the elimination chamber? And then Shane could be like, "You fucking put your hands on me, and you're stupid." Like then maybe that could have made more sense. But like he just randomly is mad at Shane. Why aren't you mad at Adam Pearce?
1: No, why not? Because he wasn't using data. He was data. Like, they they a context he in, the, in the Elimination Chamber. match.
0: No, I know, but he. But they're not
1: giving us any context. That's the big problem. Yeah. Like,
0: well, you, with, you can't
1: think something in running. You can't. You gotta at least give us a backstory.
0: Like, my I mean, question, too.
1: No, but Bronn could say that. He's like. And they like, send me, like, they're all three in the ring. Like, he said something about that.
0: But the only problem too that doesn't make sense to and in this thing I'm just thinking about now. Okay, so the storyline is that Braun's mad that he's not in Elimination Chamber. Well, why are any of the other roster members who weren't in the match upset, and why aren't they fighting Shane? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you're all mad. That doesn't make he's any he's sense. Like all former WWE he's like with he wasn't a WWE champion, but he was Universal Champion. But I'm just saying, like, anybody, like, would be mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, any person would be like, oh, how come? It's just, like, I feel like there had, like Dan said, there has to be more of a reason to why he's, like, I get he's mad at Shane because he's on it, and then now Shane fucked with him and made fun of him. But it's just, like, giving, like, like, at least have Braun have some kind of issue or some kind of confrontation with him to... You know, or even put Braun in the match. I'm saying sure get involved and say, I put you in it, you put your hands on me like act like he's afraid, then have him in the match and have him screw him. like have some kind of way of getting the story to make sense.
1: Well I mean the Raw Track titles. If you think about it, WrestleMania is supposed to be the biggest year thing of the year and technically those are supposed to have like good story behind it and everything, kinda of like the Super Bowl, like, you know, everybody has so many wins and everything, like that kinda of reason. He didn't give that. That's a, that's another crap reason. Like, really? You're just throwing this match at Mania, your biggest main event of the year, and there's no fucking reason behind it. Why? I mean, you're just throwing crap together and hoping it sticks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: But he did, like, you know, like Carlos was saying, he did explain, you know, his reasoning. and But I just feel like they're being he very... Made, like, he did cost them the raw tax- yeah. Another, that could be another thing. But my question is, he really wanted to be tactical partners with Adam Pierce?
1: No, I think mean he'll be the champion to uh,
0: go. I know, I but like. It's like him winning with the, the little boy, Nicholas.
1: Yeah. Like that shit made no sense. He was, was happy about
0: it. What was that, guys? And
1: he was <laughs> he was happy about it, but like when he won it, he wasn't, he wasn't complaining or right. anything.
0: I know, but do you really think a big do like Braun Strowman, who is really trying to take this serious in the business, really wants to be tag champions with a freaking little boy? You know what I'm saying? Like he's a serious athlete. That's a joke. Yeah, he's tag team champions with Nicholas. Like it's so. I thought it was gonna be like a like person who's coming back because they had it right before the main event. But no, it's the fucking referees kid.
1: Get it? It's like it's supposed to be a nice thing, but come on, your biggest main event of the year.
0: Well, anyways, they're not playing. That's not. That's not supposed to be like a major match, you know. It's just, it's just supposed to be a match like you know, first watch. No, I hear you, but I also I hear you, Carlos, because there there has to be matches that aren't going to be great.
1: so it's like, I mean, I'm not really complaining because I know matches going to be good.
0: I just don't understand why Shane McMahon either. Like, he just came out of nowhere. He he's disappeared after Raw Underground, and he comes back to talk about Elimination Chamber, and now he's fighting Braun. Like, why? Like, I, it just doesn't make... He did, like... What? They could have even done that. Wasn't
1: he, wasn't he fired when he lost to Kevin Owens, and then he just suddenly came back? Yeah. Like he they like, could have had a like, thing like where Vincent reinstated him or something. Like, no, you had to just say, Oh yeah, you're Shane McMahon. Yeah. You're Shane McMahon.
0: Really? Well they're, they're not using either one of them right. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Shane
1: as a heel. I think he I think he does great work as a heel. But really? Like this isn't working out the way he's doing it.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. It's yeah, a I mean, I know, I know. I think it's gonna be a good match. I wish that for WrestleMania, there because like I, I feel like they've done this over time. Back in the day, like Dan and I know Carlos, you know this too. Like the like Dan was saying too, like the matches were like a year in the making. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart, the first time two brothers were fighting against each other. You know, like they
1: two years, they did it. You know. Oh, Brock lost. Now we have to add scene. At least that's you know made a little bit sense. I mean
0: And there's matches on those
1: really like the matches personally, but I mean at least the shit made sense.
0: And there's matches on I mean, most of them that don't but like I feel like every match that you can go back and I'm talk I feel like they I feel like towards the WrestleMania twenty nineteen is when they started to do matches that were important but not WrestleMania level in my opinion.
1: Yeah,
0: but I do think in the past, like even stupid Giant Gonzalez versus Undertaker story. Undertaker's in the Royal Rumble. This fucking behemoth, crazy, creepy-looking dude eliminates Undertaker. This dude looks like he can stop him. Simple story. Uh,
1: Goldberg. They did at WrestleMania thirty-three. That made sense. Goldberg came back, destroyed Brock in Survivor Series, eliminated the Royal Rumble, Brock wanted his revenge, and he got it at WrestleMania. That made sense.
0: But I'm not going to go too hard because I do think it will be a good match. And maybe they'll tell a story and maybe there will be another match and this is just sort of like part two of it. And, you know, so we'll see. But let's go back to Fastlane because our next match, was a very good one. Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Seth Rollins. Um, Seth had control in the beginning with a lot of kicks, and then Shinsuke Nakamura was able to do kick attacks. Shinsuke hit an armbar, but Rollins got to the rope break. Kn- Nakamura hit a running knee and a knee to the back of Rollins' neck. Shinsuke with a landslide to Seth Rollins. Reverse exploder. Seth hits. Sets Nakamura's neck with the reverse exploder, and then Rollins hits the stomp and gets the win. What did you think of the match, Dan?
1: I thought it was a great match. I thought I thought they really put on a good performance out there, even though there was real no reason for it. I thought it was a good match.
0: Mm-hmm. How about you, Carlos? Let me just tell you that you know it, you know how good it felt to see such Rollins back. When was- yeah. It was so good. Just like, just like the way he carried himself, like, he,
1: he pretty much dominated the match. It was, it was good. But, uh, it was a great match. I was, it was not, they definitely didn't disappoint But I... Oh, I you I, wouldn't even have known that he was gone for months. You wouldn't have known it unless you were a WWE fit. Unless you were a WWE fit, you wouldn't have known. hmm hmm Yeah, so he had, like, no, what, no what? off rest, like, no ring rush from him. He only took, like, two months off. So, that, yeah, he came back to the Rumble, so, about that. No,
0: wasn't this like his first Ding
1: Ring match besides the Royal Rumble?
0: Yeah. So, um... I'm gonna be yeah. Debbie Downer for a minute. I felt like their match at Survivor Series was much better. Okay, I, I did watch that over the other day. am gonna do it And that's why I get mad because it's like they should improve. Like they, I get mad with wrestling today because if you look at like rivalries like Stone Cold and and The Rock, you know every match seemed to up the other, you know, and I just don't understand why when these wrestlers they fight together and then years later they fight again and it's just like they're, t- I don't know, but it was a good match. It was a good match for sure. Um, I think we all sort of. I mean, I went with. I don't even know who I went with. I think I said Rollins.
1: I said, I said uh, Seth too. Yeah, Seth But I went yeah. one, one thing that I'm. Oh, I mean, it was his first match back. I mean, it was really his first match
0: back, so you kind of had to figure that out. True. I didn't really, you know, think of it that way. I just. Go ahead, uh, Carlos. Well, so, what I think is happened is, like, on the
1: ropes, like, him is, like, what the main Seth on has is, like, big win over Tuesday. Like, so
0: they made him look good, but then like on wrestling, I feel like they're going to... They're gonna, he's going to Cesaro. Over. You know? Yeah, that would be good. I That will be a good match. Cesaro versus Seth. I just feel like I have... My problem with WWE lately, and this is just me, and you guys are going to have a different opinion probably, but that's okay. I just feel like they haven't really been given it their all. Um, I was watching AEW. I know I'm a traitor, but they had... um. They had Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, and they used thumbtacks. They used steel chairs. Britt Baker Baker was busted open, like, blood-pouring, and that was on TNT. And it just makes me sad that, like, WWE lately hasn't been putting on matches that they could. And it's just sort of, like, lackluster, in my opinion. And, like, I'm happy WrestleMania is going to be good. But it shouldn't just be WrestleMania's performance of the Lifetime and every other month. It's just lackluster. That's just my opinion. I feel like it's just because they're, like, losing. money. I've been, like, saying this for months already. Like, then it started. I know, I know but. I that, they, they that they, they're like,
1: ain't like, up. They're better
0: stuff, but stuff. But, like, Carlos, here's the thing. I hear exactly um, what you're I'm, saying. I'm, Here's my thing. I hear you, but I'm also going to be real. If it's being shitty, I'm going to have to call it out. My opinion is that, though, and I hear you, but I feel like it's been like this way before the pandemic, too. Think back to... I definitely agree with you on that. Think to, like, 2017, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, we really know who's going to win that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like... I don't know you guys I just feel like it's like very lackluster and I hear what you're saying like yeah they're not but wouldn't that be more of a reason to put on more good stuff you know no one's able to go live you know everyone's like basically dying yeah let's have this company who's new kick our ass you know I'm like it doesn't make any sense to me like, I want them to be more like, let's fucking get in there and show everybody who we are. Because right now, Vince is like, oh, well, we've been doing it forever, so we're just going to stay. Well, empire's fall if you have that method. So I just, I, I don't want to see them crumble. And I do, I do agree with you, Carlos. We do have to have positivity and like at the end of the tunnel, and I know we will, But I just feel very disappointed because I was looking forward to WrestleMania season. And I'm just like, very like, eh, I'm excited, but I'm not as excited as I would have been. And I'm even like, even 2012 was decent, WrestleMania 28. I just, I, lately it's just been filler. Bobby Lashley versus Aleister Black. I'll never get over that. Why? Why? You know, like the, I. But anyways, the, that one, one thing I am gonna say is like I'm more excited for NXT standalone, standalone than, stand-alone than freaking WrestleMania. And that's sad, isn't that sad? Like it's great for NXT, but yeah, like
1: NXT is, NXT is under WWE.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's not. It's not a different company. Yeah, they're, they're making. They're making their WWE look good, kind of.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be like uh, it's supposed to be like Raw, SmackDown, then NXT. like NXT is supposed to be like your mm. third dairy brand, like you know, like, we, like back, Vince trying to be the shows. That's not how it seems to now because it seems more like NXT is doing way better than WWE is
0: doing. Mm-hmm. Like, that just doesn't make sense because I think the people running a uh, oh my gosh, sorry NXT understand that even though times are different and yes it's a PG PG era fans grew up watching it through family members and most of the fans are either like our age or a couple like I'm 27 so most fans i would say would be from the ages of 7 to i don't know like 60 i'd say whatever right you know like whatever but most of these people grew up seeing all of this stuff. And I think Triple H understands that with wrestling, you have to see gore. Like when I was watching, not to bring it up again, but when I was watching Britt Baker and, um, Dun the Rosa, I literally had to look away because like, it was getting very like gory. And I, the only time I did that was back with Mick Foley. And it's just like, that's scary that two women on AEW can have a match that I think was better than the whole entire pay-per-view. That's just my opinion, and I know that sounds crazy.
1: Well, Also, another thing is you don't even need matches to be gory. You don't. All you need to have a good match is good storytelling mm-hmm. and, pe- and people that have um, chemistry in the ring. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. And, and Thunder Rosa versus brick Breaker, they have chemistry. Mm-hmm. They're not doing that. They're not putting on matches to find, okay, these people. these people have good matches. These people don't. But we're going to throw the people in who don't have good matches. They're still going to keep them on the show. They
0: don't care what they have. they just going to throw out whatever works, I guess. They don't care. One of the only diva, a diva. Oh my gosh, I'm going back. I'm thinking like I'm back in 2012.
1: They're women
0: now. Sorry, guys. One of the only women, well, not the only, but a couple that come to my mind, and I automatically thought Sasha Banks is the only one that I think, aside from like the other four horse women. That are willing to do stuff like that, to so, because when Sasha takes bumps, like her body, like like goes in half, like she fucking like it looks like she's getting hurt. So when you said that, like they don't really need mm. and Charlotte <laughs> Bailey. I think it was against Shayna Baszler last year
1: at WrestleMania thirty six. I think it was she. She literally she bit her. Mm-hmm. She was bleeding. Mm-hmm. No other woman would have done that but Becky Lynch.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: and yes. she was like, around that time she just got pregnant. Yeah.
0: And so she that's the, pregnant, the only like,
1: thing. Wrestling what baby. I think maybe, maybe a little bit after, but...
0: And trust she me, was, guys. She's, she
1: announced she was pregnant right after Money
0: in the Bank. Mm-hmm. That's the point you have to wrestle
1: Sometimes like um you like uh, who knows how, how many months you were pregnant before uh that
0: I have.
1: She did say a little bit after WrestleMania
0: that she like found out. Yeah, but I do think that you know it will get better and everything. I just hope it's not like another year of okay WrestleMania is good and then down and but.
1: I just want to know what they're going to be doing after WrestleMania
0: with crowds. That's all I'm. Interested. I heard that they're not having them. I heard that after WrestleMania they're going. I don't know if they're going back. I don't think they're doing Tropicana Field, but they're going to another stadium and they're still going to do the Thunderdome. Oh my god! So that's what I'm saying. They're basically going to have a good night for WrestleMania and then they're going to do back to lackluster. Yeah,
1: but I mean they got got to be safe, but still, they have to. But no, like, I'm also really sad, because if you think about it, kids that are now growing up just getting interesting now, they think this is the normal. Mm-hmm. They think this is what ha- used to happen. No, they used to have so much
0: better mm-hmm. stuff
1: back then. Like, I'm sure kids know, kids know kids that. Know. And, and like they told us, but think actually told us this, like, uh, before we started recording everything, apparently it looks like Pe- Peacock's taking out all, like, the, uh, like, maybe offensive stuff or mm-hmm. everything. That's the whole attitude era thing. Mm-hmm. Like if kids don't know about it, they won't know the history, and that's the sad part. Because if they don't, then why? Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
0: It's all about money. That's what it's, it's all about.
1: Sense. Honestly, making me sick.
0: I mean, I'm as well. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna save my those opinions for later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had to catch myself. I was about to say something, but I was like, nope. Um, so the next match is the no holds barred match. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Um, it was interesting seeing Drew wearing the Scottish war paint. I didn't take much notes. It was a brawl. They had a, It was a good match. Um, and Drew got the win after a Claymore. What did you guys think? But uh, early showed how good Sheamus can wrestle and how good Drew McIntyre can wrestle. I thought it was a good match. Mm-hmm. How about you, Carlos? I also think they killed it. Only thing is, like, like, I didn't have any problem with the face paint, but I was like, at first, I thought it was just lighting. I thought it was just lighting. Then I oh, that's funny. On, like when they when, they, when the paint came off, I'm like, oh, it's real. It was awesome. I knew because I saw before there was like a little video of him like putting the paint on. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But I I really like the spot when Seamus like fell through the L D I'm
0: like, whoa. Yep.
1: like they they lay freaking killed each other. And then Seamus like sent out an Instagram post later on, he's like, You just saw the the WrestleMania main event thirty nine days later
0: or something. Thirty nine days early, you Yeah, they said that. That wouldn't be my WrestleMania main event. Eh, I don't think so. I don't give a fuck about Jameis.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, that's just me. That's just me, but... But that's just me. That's just me. I, I think that they might give him the US title at meeting. Mm, they could. They could. But then again, oh, we have one, basically one more week. Two more weeks. No, because after... Because this Sun, This Monday is the 29th, right? Wait, let me look. Hey. Shoot,
1: shoot. It's
0: April tenth and eleventh. Yeah. You're right. So they have two weeks though to figure out a way to make the storyline of Seamus versus Riddle. Because they already kinda started it on Robbie because he had him
1: mm-hmm. with the scooter, like straight in the gut. I thought that was weird that they just had that happen, but
0: well, so with Fastlane, our next match, Randy Orton taking on Alexa Bliss. I was very interested in this one. Um,
1: I was too, but I was a little disappointed it wasn't the main
0: event. Yeah, because I remember you were saying that that you thought it would have been the main event. Well, It
1: makes sense. And they did it for like TLC
0: and stuff, but... Uh. Yeah, so basically, we see um, Randy Orton starts coughing up the same black li- liquid... And he paces around the ring, and then Alexa Bliss comes down. He basically chases her. She throws fireballs at him whenever um, he comes at her. And then Alexa skips and dances. She sits on top of the turnbuckles and laughs. And then arm comes from the ring, grabs Orion's ankle. Um, The fiend comes out from the ring. And it was really hard to see with all the smoke and the purple. But he has a new look that looks like he's, like, burnt, and... Yeah, Dan, Dan called it since, like, the beginning. He said he was going to come back to like, the current thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then, um... That's the first thing
1: that came to mind.
0: And then... I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, come on. You're going to burn
1: him. He's going to be gone for months. I mean, I mean pretty pretty I really Like, I like the fact that they have come out from underneath the ring, not like not just like pop out of nowhere, like come from underneath the ring like Kane and Undertaker used to do. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. I thought that was awesome. And Alexa did say like like he was like fading into the he was like burned into the mat. So like I,
0: I was expecting uh-huh. something like that to happen. So Bliss then kicks or in into his sister Abigail and uh fiend and Alexa pose and then leave. So
1: that was a weird thing by the way.
0: Yeah, I think she wanted to jump up on him, jump up on it. So next we have our main event. It's the Universal Championship. The yeah, champion we Roman Reigns. We about the match oh, I'm sorry. What did you guys think? <laughs> I thought that we talked. Go ahead. Um, I thought it was a good match. I thought like, because I was expecting more of a a simi- uh, 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 a
1: cinematic match, but. I'm glad they didn't do it that way. I'm glad the way they had it was like Alexa was playing mind games on him and everything. I thought that fit her character perfectly. And then when the Fiend came out and everything, I thought it was just perfect. But the one thing I didn't understand was because this wasn't like a no DQ match. How come Bray Wyatt all suddenly allowed you to get interfered? Like, I if they made a no DQ match, I would have understood it a little more. That's li- but that's just nitpicking a little bit, you know. But again, thought it was a great match. Loved it.
0: How about you, Carlos?
1: Yeah, I thought it was good, too. Well, was a good way to bring back the team.
0: Yeah, I kind of knew this was going to happen, but it was very good. I was happy to see it. I was like, yes, when it happened. Also, um, my friend pointed this out to me, actually.
1: He told me that there's rumors. I never heard this, but apparently there's rumors that that's not actually Bray Wyatt. Apparently, it's actually supposed to be Bo Dallas, because they're brothers.
0: What? Yeah, but Bo Dallas does not have the same frame of Bray Wyatt whatsoever. Got yeah, but he's you gotta remember, right? guys. He's.
1: I don't know. I didn't think that's true. I don't think it's true. I mean, it would be interesting, but I
0: don't think it's true. But also, you gotta remember, he's been gone for. He's been gone for three months, too. Like, we haven't seen him since December. So, I mean, he could have been, like, really getting in shape and. I don't know. I, I know. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, that's what I've also heard. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really believe in the
1: rumors that much. I don't. But I have a rumor, too, that Bobo uh, Dallas a
0: smacked up taping, so. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I don't know. I wish they would use Bo Dallas, but. Um, is he ever going release, or is he like, still there? He's still there. He's still there. I, don't he's still there. Oh, I haven't
1: seen him in, like,
0: I, I remember seeing him when he was with The Miz and uh, Curtis Axel.
1: Uh-huh, The miz Taraj. I remember him with B-Team. That's the last time I remember
0: and That was, like, with actual fans in the
1: arena. That's over a year. Mm-hmm. How
0: about Curtis Axel? Are still with the released or? I don't know. I think so. I don't know. So our main event, Universal Champion Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman, taking on Daniel Bryan with the special guest outside enforcer, Um, he already is in the main event of WrestleMania, Edge. And you guys can sort of take over, um, you don't have to to explain everything that happened in the match, but why don't you just sort of go over a brief sort of, basically what went down and how it ended and all that good stuff. Okay, so again, Dan, you
1: can go first. Okay, uh, well, so basically it was kind of what happened at Elimination Champion, you know, Roman would dominate him a little bit and then you no. Know, brian would get him in the labelle lock and everything and then eventually roman uh kind of tricked brian into hitting the referee and then edge had to get involved and then uh jay uso came out of nowhere took uh took edge out and everything and roman actually tapped to the uh Lebel lock which wasn't seen by anybody um and then what happened was after that, Edge hit Roman and Daniel Bryan with the chair, which doesn't make sense really, mm-hmm. but you know that's what they did. Then mm-hmm. um, Roman just crawled over and pinned Daniel O'Brien for the win.
0: That's all that really happened. Now, did they? Did the announcers say Daniel uh, Roman Reigns is tapping out? Like, did they call it? Yeah, they,
1: yeah, like, they showed the camera. They, they showed him
0: tapping. Okay, so then, yeah, they're definitely going to address that. That's probably how he's going to be added to the WrestleMania main event. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we know that now. So then, Carlos, why don't you tell us your thoughts on it? And also, before you go, Carlos, hang on, before you go, Carlos, so this, and then Ram, once I say it, then you can go. So this is basically are we going to say that Edge is now a heel or is he just kind of saying, like, I deserve this more than anyone else?
1: I think he's a heel. Kind of. kind of I kind of might Well, the only thing that would make sense is Roman's is supposed to be the heel. Why would Edge just suddenly turn heel? Well, you
0: know, maybe... They might, putting,
1: they might be making that triple threat. Kind of, like maybe we're talking about... Yeah, but
0: I mean... Maybe he's, he's not... not a-
1: the only time they did that was Randy Orton and Batista versus uh,
0: Daniel Bryan. I don't think he's necessarily going to be, like, a heel-heel, but heelish in this, to fans of Daniel Bryan. You know, he's sort of feeling like, I earned this. You know, like, I won the main event of Royal Rumble. He's going be,
1: like, a tweener. Like, he'll be... Be in face and he'll
0: also be in face. Yeah, you know, I understand why he's upset. Like, why the fuck are they, like, he just won the Royal Rumble. Why does Daniel O'Brien matter? So I get that, and I understand, and be like, no, fuck this. I'm going to attack Daniel O'Brien and Roman Reigns, so there will be no winner. But then Reigns ended up pinning him, and, and... He did ruin a good match, so I was pretty disappointed. At the moment, I was really disappointed. Yeah. Roman tapped out. Like, yeah. Edge, like, Ed, you're not going to lose your spot. You're not going to lose your... You're just whoever wins this match. You're going to face. You do not have to ruin anything. Like, you still have your... You still have your, you still have your, back and your match. What's the big deal? But yeah. he is going to... I mean, and this is only devil's advocate in Edge's eyes. He's going to say, well, I earned a one-on-one. Why do I have to worry about a third person now? I only had to worry a second person. I only had to worry about Roman. Now I have to worry about Daniel, too. I already beat Daniel. I threw him over... Also, the
1: Another thing is, if you think about it, technically Roman and uh, Edge have had confrontations before. Mm-hmm. And before Brian won the Elimination Chamber, nothing. Mm-hmm. they only really been building Roman and Edge. So he would want to have to face Roman on his own so he
0: could prove that he can overcome him without having a third person to worry about. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is a great example of good storytelling because we have all different perspectives and we're all trying to figure out why, um, question
1: what's happening, and that's what it needs to do. Yeah. That's why I've been, like, saying yeah. for a while, since i been doing
0: way too good Raw. Yeah. It's like, they I don't think it's no good at least for It's just, it's just the writers for Raw. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, well, yeah. I think about it, Randy Orton and the
1: theme and all that are on Raw, so it's not all bad on Raw. Hmm. I know, but it's Randy Orton. Of
0: yeah. course they're gonna make his like he's freaking Randy. Of course they're gonna make it like in the storyline that's like that important. Yeah. So that was the end of Fast Lane. I thought it was a decent pay-per-view. It definitely set up WrestleMania with some matches. Before we go, I wanna give you a little quick idea of what's coming up with our channel. We're gonna be having a lot of stuff dropping with WrestleMania week coming up. There's Hall of Fame, which we will give a recap of, and we do know that Batista did reject this year because he already has prior obligations and he will not be able to attend, but he wants to be there and celebrate it and give it his time. So the Hall of Fame ceremony will be taking place. We know that for twenty twenty one there's Molly Holly, the great Kali, and Kane. There and Eric Bischoff, I'm sorry, thank you. Very collected group. We also have NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Is that the name of it? I want to make sure I have it right. It's a
1: Stand Alone Deliver.
0: Yeah. Stand and Deliver. Okay. And the main event there is NXT champion Finn Balor defending his title against Karrion Cross. NXT UK champion Walter defending against Tomasa Champa. So much going on. Uh, NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai against um, Raquel Gonzalez. A lot of great matches. So we'll be hearing the recap of that. And then of course, there's WrestleMania. So you'll be hearing recaps of that. We have a new show. The WWE Network premiered a countdown of the fifty greatest women's wrestlers. So Dan, so Carlos, and I will be covering it and go and discussing each woman in detail. And yeah, just be on the lookout for the different SmackDown, Raw, NXT recaps. And yeah, anything else you guys have to say about Fastlane or anything you want our listeners to know?
1: Um, the Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns match I thought was a really good match, but I really again was upset like, with the ending. I wish the Fiend and all that kind of stuff went after Roman Reigns versus Dana Bryan. But besides that, I really don't have any other any nitpicking on that. I don't. Yeah. It was a really good pay per
0: view. Yeah. How about you, Carlos? I also thought it was a good pay per view, guys. The match I feel like stood out to me the most was Stefan
1: versus James Nakamura. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I feel, like there was, I feel like it was just lack of build, lack of build towards that match.
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah, definitely. You know, it was a decent show. Oh, you know, we skipped over you guys with the whole Sasha Banks. After, um, the match, Sasha Banks yelled at Bianca, called her a rookie, and then slapped the living taste out of her mouth. Um, so Sasha is going into WrestleMania as a heel. But, yeah, that's kind of it for our show. You could follow us on YouTube. You could, uh, subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Breaker, everywhere else. And follow us on Instagram, World of WWE, and Facebook, World of WWE. Um, And that's it. Any last words? No? We good? All right. Well, thank you for uh, checking us out, and we will see you soon with our next recap video. Stay safe. Bye. Bye,